Hello, hello. Welcome to Twin Flame Transformation Season 2. My name is Michelle and I will be your host and guide. On today's podcast, the last podcast of Season 2, I want to talk about individuation, what it is, and why it's important for the Twin Flame journey. Also, don't forget to stay to the end to hear our last Twin Flame share. It's a full circle moment. The share is from Amanda, who was our very first Twin Flame share. She has updates of where she is now compared to where she was 10 months ago. It's a very special share, so I highly recommend giving it a listen. Okay, so before I dive into individuation, I want to talk about the Twin Flame journey, what I know it to be, what I've lived, and what I've also witnessed and worked with. And as always, please only take what resonates for you. The twin flame journey is a journey of love. It's a soul journey back to one's true self. We may start this journey and think it's about love for another person, our twin flame. But over time, we realize it's it's about finding that same love for ourself and reconnecting that love with the divine with source, with God energy, merging our soul with our human self. Twin flames are about love, the highest love, divine love. And twin flames aren't here to break up families or marriages. Twin flames are here to support each other in their own love and their own truth, to honor each other's individual journeys and to break out of the old paradigms of unhealthy relationships. Breaking out of those old paradigms usually starts with breaking out of an unhealthy relationship with your twin flame and hopefully ends with a healthy relationship with yourself. Because the truth is, whether you're a twin flame or not, no relationship can withstand unhealthy behaviors for too long without turning abusive in some way. Unconditional love demands healthy relationship patterns, and healthy relationship patterns require balanced and healthy people, which is where individuation comes in. Individuation is the psychological and energetic alignment of the personality. And so for the definition of individuation, I follow Carl Jung's idea and uh, definition on this. So individuating is when our unconscious self is brought into consciousness, right? When we do our shadow work and turn all of that up into the light and become aware of it. It's when our masculine and feminine energies are in balance. And it's when we are differentiated from other human beings. Now, being differentiated from other people is not the same as having separation consciousness. Being differentiated means we aren't enmeshed with other people. We aren't codependent and we don't need validation from outside of ourselves. We can still have unity consciousness and be differentiated from other people. When we are differentiated from other people, we are also differentiated from unhealthy beliefs, dogmas, behaviors, and conditions. When we become individuated, we are whole and complete as an individual. If we haven't individuated from our parents, We may still seek some validation from them, or this may play out by seeking validation from society and our friends. If we have some anxious or avoidant attachment patterns that pop up, 
chances are good we will unconsciously seek that validation and enmeshment from our twin flame. Because until we've done our healing work, we see life through the lens of our childhood and upbringing. And until we've done deep healing work, we understand the twin flame concept through the lens of what we believe love to be. In fact, if you take a minute, every belief you may have about twin flames right now is just from the lens of where you are right now. It doesn't mean it's good or it's bad. It's just where you are right now is where your beliefs are. And I can honestly say that what you believe about the twin flame concept and what you feel about your twin flame will change as you change and heal. And, and many of you may have already experienced that. So now I'd love to look at masculine and feminine energies. And as I mentioned, individuating is when we are in balance with those two energies, which is also something we talk about so much on this twin flame journey, balancing out our masculine and feminine. So as you know, and may have experienced, the feminine is usually the one who wakes up to the twin flame concept first, who feels the pull so strongly to their twin flame, especially when they're in separation. And the feminine can often become obsessed about this attraction, right? They seek out answers. They're more spiritually based than the masculine counterpart. And they want to figure this all out. They don't understand why the masculine twin flame doesn't act or seem to feel the same way. But here's the thing. The masculine twin flame doesn't really care much about the twin flame concept. It doesn't hook them in in the same way. They can take it or leave it. And they're actually usually repelled by the obsessive behavior of the feminine twin flame. And the reason they are is because they know that the behavior they see from the feminine is not love. It's all behavior that's externally affected and developed and has been developed by conditioning and wounding, right? It's posturing. It's not real. They can see right through it, right? The masculine is only pulled to their twin flame when there is truth, when there is love, when there are no conditions and no unhealthy behaviors, right? So, so what happens is when we balance out our own masculine and feminine energies and take on more of our own balanced masculine energy, we lose our obsession with the twin flame journey. We also don't have the same desire to be with our twin flame. We see where they aren't operating in unconditional love and we can see their wounding clearly. And we also don't have a need to fix them or change them. We become accepting of them and we become accepting of where we are in our own journey. We know the masculine can take care of themselves because we know, we now know that we can take care of ourselves. Right? And we see how that old pull to them was from our wounding. When we're balanced in our masculine and feminine energies, we can see a difference between love and needing to be in a relationship. We feel the difference. Love just is. It can't be broken. It can't be changed. It can't be fixed. And it can't be lost. Relationships can be broken. They can be changed, they can be fixed, and they can also be lost. But we often confuse the two. Relationships are a choice. Love is not. When someone is not available for a relationship, it doesn't mean there isn't love there. It means they're not available for a relationship. 
right? And in fact, not being in a relationship at this time may actually be the most loving thing that could happen, right? Love is accepting and flowing and is not possessive or controlling. Love doesn't need a certain outcome to prove it's real. Love just is. And when we individuate and make our unconscious conscious and balance our masculine and feminine energies and are differentiated, we see the twin flame journey from an entirely different lens, a lens of freedom and love, divine love. I know, and you probably can hear it in my podcast, that I'm a completely different person than I was two and a half years ago when I started this podcast. And I'm so grateful to have had this podcast platform and been able to meet so many incredible, like-minded, soul family people. I can't imagine my life without them, without all of you. It has been truly one of the biggest gifts, and I really mean that. I don't know what season three will be yet. I may just drop episodes here and there for a while until I decide what it will be. But it just feels like this part of the journey is wrapped up for me. And, and the information's out there for you. And as always, only take what resonates, right? If you want, you can follow me on Instagram at putting dreams on your feet. And also sign up for my newsletter on my website, michellelynchhealing.com, Michelle with one L. And of course, if it feels right, don't forget to like and share this podcast so it can help as many Twin Flames as possible. And if you are looking for a new podcast now to listen to, I want to mention a podcast that was started by another one of our Twin Flame shares. And her podcast is called Twin Flames Awakening Channeling. It's really beautiful channeling about the Twin Flame journey. And I'll provide a link for you in the show notes. So before we hear Amanda's twin flame testimony, be sure to follow her on Instagram at mylifeilluminated. And I'll provide that link as well. So from the depths of my heart and soul, I thank you all for being on this profound twin flame journey with me. I am sending you all so, so, so much love. Namaste. And now, please enjoy our last Twin Flame share. I was the first share of season two Twin Flame Transformation podcast. And I must say that I have really come full circle and where my intentions were at the start of the season. So this season, Michelle helped us dive into the healing work of the Twin Flame journey. Alongside her podcast, I personally have been working one-on-one with her in this transformation work. So first off, thank you, Michelle, for my own growth this past year. And if you haven't started your own transformation work, here's your sign to begin. Twin Flames. The term has become so mainstream. Honestly, it's to a point that I cringe whenever I hear it. There are so many beliefs out there as to what this journey is. But until you dive into your own experience, you can really get lost in the sauce. 
Each twin flame journey is unique to you. So comparing stories and wallowing in each other's misery of lost love and wounds and hurt, it's not going to help us level up. Collectively, I feel like we're all a little stuck. We're stuck in our wounded patterns around love, stuck in our hope and desire that if we just believe hard enough, this magic love will appear in our lives. Life is not a Disney movie. Incarnating in this life here on earth is an opportunity for our souls to grow and to expand at a rapid pace. So if we can all make this our highest outcome for ourselves and for this journey, we can help to balance not only ourselves, but this world too. For me personally, I was stuck in this journey for five years. That's five years of breaking my own heart over and over and over again, of projecting all my pain and fears and anger onto this person. Not physically, because of course we're in separation, (laughs) not physically or in person, but energetically, they were to blame for all of it. And how unfair, how unfair to him and how unfair to me. I wasn't really looking at the truth. What happened when I met this man? What actually happened? I knew my life changed. I knew it flipped my world. But why? Because we're destined to be lovers in every lifetime, every existence, every form? Well, maybe. And in some ways, yes, I do believe that. But I was interpreting all of that from a place of wounded love. The cycle of devastation repeated and repeated and repeated until I was able to really zoom out. Where was this pain really coming from? What does this masculine represent in my own life? Every one of us has areas in our lives that need examining. And until we put a microscope to it, union with anyone on that level that we're seeking doesn't stand a chance. In our first session, I asked Michelle, but how do you actually heal? Together, we couldn't come up with a definite answer, but after months of introspection and isolation and listening to myself, truly, truly listening to myself, I've come up with my own answer. Healing is forgiving. Healing is letting go of expectations. Healing is no longer attaching to a version of myself that does not serve who I am today. And healing is removing blame. There are so many puzzle pieces that make up the whole in our lives. And that's how I feel now. I feel whole. I don't feel like I'm missing some grand love in my life. I do not seek that validation or proof that this connection to my twin is real. My experience is enough to know that it is. And as I healed these wounds that came from my childhood and specifically my father, (laughs) um, my need and my longing for this love from my twin also dissolved. And for the first time, I actually feel like I have a chance at the love that I want now. Whether that's with him or with somebody else, I feel like I've broken out of these chains. In my most recent session with Michelle, we discussed our desire to inform people that there is a way out and the only way out is through. So I hope everyone that's tapped into this journey understands that they are a warrior in this lifetime. And if we can all raise our frequency together, everything we've ever dreamed of and ever wanted is already waiting for us on the other side. We just have to let go. Let go of the expectation from your twin. Let go of all of the things in your life that are not serving you. I 
quit my job. I sold my business and I changed my whole life to truly align with what my highest good is in this world. Um, That's another journey in itself. But I know that it takes taking those big leaps in life to get to the next level and to get what I desire out of it. And that's become the most important thing in my life. Not whether or not this boy loves me or not. I know he does because I love myself. And that's my hope for you guys too, is to live the life of your dreams and then everything that's made for you will just show up. It's really as simple as that. Repeat after me. We don't chase, we attract. I'm sending everyone on this journey so much love and patience and trust in the process. Um, it's hard work. It's really, really hard work. It's, it's painful at times. We cry a lot. We feel alone a lot. But in the end, there's only joy. I promise.